Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. We've been getting a lot of feedback on these, and we appreciate all the positive feedback. If you aren't already subscribed, make sure to subscribe below, and you'll get notified as soon as the latest Buzzcast is published. Today, we'll be speaking with Joan Trice, CEO of Altera Group, and Chris Knight, founder and CEO of Option. We'll be discussing the current appraisal market, how appraisals are done in Australia, and what we can learn from Australians to streamline the process in the U.S. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Chris. By the way, I hope you are as candid in our conversations today with an audience as you have been with me in private conversations, because I think the first time I met you was in Orlando at Valuation Expo, and I specifically remember you using a few expletives to say how odd our appraisal process and regulatory structure was in the United States. Is that a fair assessment? That's a fair assessment of, of multiple things there, Jane. I'm often known to use expletives in the wrong, the wrong social setting, so I'll try and refrain on this in this forum. But yeah, no, look, that's that's absolutely right. And look, it's not that it's necessarily overtly negative, but it's very different to what what uh, what I'm used to in the other countries that we that we service. So um, it certainly makes the life of an appraiser and all people through the appraisal sector. I think it makes their life. Pretty complex, frankly. Well, let's start at the beginning, just some basic stuff. So how do you become an appraiser in Australia? I mean, what's the process? Do you have licensing? Do you have trade associations? Give us the whole background. Yeah, so I'll try not to get too complex because, it, you know, like, like the US, I mean, it's not all that straightforward, but we do have specific property degree courses at our universities. So you have to have done one of those and they're normally three or four years and then you come out of that and do a cadetship or a traineeship Um, and that traineeship needs to be two years. At that point, you can sit what's called a professional interview um, to practice or we actually call it a viva voce. Then you're good to go and there are a couple of different differences um, in some of the areas in Australia. We have we have a few states and territories, not not 50 like you, you folks have, but I think we have seven. And in two of those, you need to also be licensed with the local registration board, which is um, is a bit of a throwback to, to things of the past. But that's effectively the process. It's a long process. Anywhere in the world, it's a long process to become an appraiser. Are appraisers individual small businesses or do they generally work for an appraisal firm? And do you have appraisal management companies? Yeah, so the sector in Australia specifically appraisers, and we, just in case I use the wrong wrong verbiage, we um, we call appraisers in Australia valuers. They're exactly the same thing, the licensing are the same, the same. So around 15 years or so, the Australian sector started to consolidate, and it consolidated really quickly, um, where our customers, particularly the large banks, wanted to deal with firms on a national basis. So that, that almost stopped the single appraiser or the sole the sole trader practice in, in in Australia. That said, there are still there are still several sole traders, and um, to those out there in Australia who might listen to this, I think they they fulfil a really important part of the sector. That said, the gross majority of appraisers or valuers in Australia are attached to a large firm. So there are three very large firms who would service 
potentially 70 or 75 percent of the total market and then there are three small firms who would do the majority of the rest in terms of amcs we don't really have amcs in the australian market there are one or two platform providers who actively do the do the role of an amc but it's it's largely done by the valuation or the appraisal firm itself. Okay, excellent. Let's take a break here, Chris, and uh, Jim will share a commercial message. And then when we come back, let's talk about the regulatory structure. In uncertain times, you need a certain partner. You don't have to sacrifice top-notch coverage for an affordable premium. Intercorp has all the options and is sure to have just the right one to fit your specific needs. They provide the appraisal profession with competitive best-in-class E&O coverage solutions nationwide. Having served the insurance needs of the industry for more than 25 years, Intercorp understands the risks you face every day. Whether you're an individual appraiser, appraisal firm, residential or commercial, or an AMC, visit intercorpinc.net and get a competitive quote today. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Okay, so Chris, let's get back to the scintillating topic of your regulatory structure in Australia. Do you have just one regulator or do you have many masters like we do in the United States? Yeah, and look, you know, this is probably the um, the foundation of my confusion when I first started researching and sort of being involved in this industry in the, the USA about five or six years ago. So in Australia, the, um, the, the market is presided over or, 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 or the standards are set by our industry body. And our industry body is the Australian Property Institute. So they set, they set the standards. So there is, a, there is an additional standard in the sector, which is set by the RVI. And that's effectively a residential body that, that has a whole bunch of stakeholders. And they set what is the pro forma standardization for report template for the, for the residential um, mortgage sector. So that's that's sort of how the standards are, are set. It's it's really simple and straightforward. Everyone knows everyone knows who sets them and where to go to ask the questions. We do have a sector of the industry which effectively ensures some of the risks of the banks for their loan books, and that sector does have an influence over standards but it's not it's nothing like what you see here with the different stakeholders who have influence over the sector in the USA from what I can from what I can gather we certainly don't have a body like the FHFA or, or the GSEs who are such, such a large contributor to the sector okay all right well let's talk tech now because I think the most impressive <laughs> thing in contrast between Australia and the United States was your technology is a lot better than ours and not only talk about what you have, but talk about why it's better yeah. in Australia than here. So I'll deal with the why first. I think that being able to afford to build and develop and test and iterate technology is, it's not easy. And you have to have a certain amount of scale and revenue and profit to be able to do that. And what consolidation brings is that ability to invest in that. So we've spent tens of millions of dollars on our technology platform. And, you know, each of the large players in the Australian market have each got their own platform proprietary that they have built and that does the system their way. But what we do have is we've got an environment where we have industrialised it to an extent where appraisers can easily and comfortably do six or seven full appraisal reports per day. 
What? Now, whoa, 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 back up. <laughs> Say that. Say that again. Yeah. So the, the, the process is incredibly efficient. So per day, we have our team doing comfortably six or seven per day. You know, some of the top performers can do eight or nine per day. And these are these are full full appraisal reports which are relied upon for lending per purposes and you know the default rate is minimal. And in fact, you know, if you want to get into specifics, the rework rate on Australian appraisals is under one percent. So, you know, when I compare that to the USA where the rework rate is depending on who you talk to and who's being honest about it, it can be 20 to 50% of the time appraisers have to retouch the file. So that in itself is just a staggering statistic. So less than 1% of the time, we we will retouch a file. But yeah, our appraisers, they are incredibly efficient and the process is, it's very streamlined and, and our quality is very high. So when you do have that 1% come back, Who's pushing it back? Is that the lender or is that the regulator? Is that the homeowner going, no, you got it wrong? What, what's what's the pushback? Well, it's almost certainly influenced by the by the homeowner who's saying that their that their valuation is or their appraisal is too low, right? Um, shock horror. Um, you would never would have thought that. But yeah, probably about half the time, um, the risk department of the banks come back of, of that 1%, about half of the time of those circumstances, the risk department will come back and say, please explain this part of the report. And, you know, very rarely do we actually change the report. In fact, at the advice to our team is, please explain why you would change your report. So we have a we have a strong bias to maintain our opinion. That said, we have a very clear understanding of what's required because the standards and the process are very well known. Do you have an appraisal independence problem like we have here? Do you have loan officers browbeating appraisers into inflating values? Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, show me a sector in the world where you've got different stakeholders that benefit financially from different outcomes and, you know, show me one that, that doesn't then have that same, that same issue. And Australia has exactly that problem. And it's largely generated out of the broker network and help me with the with the phraseology there i'm talking about um, mortgage brokers who act for multiple sell multiple banks products is is that a term that yes resonates? yes, okay. that's, the, yes that's the same uh, okay. scenario i'm describing yeah so that they they clearly have have a vested interest to make sure an outcome is a particular way and but i think our sector has matured so much that the banks themselves really don't like that practice and they will they will work to stamp that out as well. Well, it sounds to me then like your lender community has accountability and recourse for making a bad loan. Where that's not necessarily the case here in the United States. Yeah, you know, that's one of the key differences I saw. And whilst it's not always this way in Australia, but oftentimes the banks will hold the risk on balance sheet for a long time, you know, whether it's three, five, 10, 12, 20 years, you know, sometimes they never sell that, sell that mortgage to a third party, which is what, what I see is one of the most dramatic differences between the two countries. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, let's break one more time for another commercial message. Stop waiting 30 plus days to get paid on your appraisal invoices. Cicada Capital is a simple and secure payment platform that improves your cash flow and reduces the time you have to spend on paperwork and making collection calls. The process is simple. 
After the initial account setup, simply submit your invoices to Cicada Capital instead of your AMC or lender, and you'll receive payment the next business day, while Cicada Capital collects payment from them, leaving you with more time to do what you want to do. For additional questions or to set up your account, call Cicada Capital support team at 208-953-7234. That's 208-953-7234, or email them at support at cicada.com, S-E-K-A-D-Y.com. Thank you, Jim. So, Chris, final question for you. You know, that eye-popping number that you gave us earlier about uh, the appraiser being able to complete six or seven appraisals per day. What's a translate? What's an average income gross for an appraiser in Australia? So, I mean, it varies, right? And so do the REM, sorry, we call salary REM or REM remuneration. So, the salary for an appraiser um, would start at a base salary of around seventy to eighty thousand dollars, and once they tip over a threshold of output, they would then receive commission on the balance of that volume that they do. So, you know, if you're a residential appraiser in Australia, it would be unusual to be paid sort of less than eighty or ninety thousand, but very normal to be sort of into the low one hundreds and oftentimes into the mid 100s and sometimes higher. So that's normal. Um, Commercial appraisers are generally paid a slightly higher base remuneration and they end up averaging out around the same same salary broadly. So I would say if if you're going to strike a number at an average, I would say it'd be around 120 or $130,000 a year. Okay. And what is an appraisal fee to the consumer in Australia? So for a mortgage... For a mortgage file that is um, that is instructed by bank, the average fee is around two hundred dollars, which is a lot less, right? It's a lot less than what you have here in the United States, but it just shows how efficient how efficient the process is. And you know, this is where oftentimes I like to think about breaking the nexus between cost of the appraisal and value in salary to someone who can who can produce an outcome. Yeah, I know we where everybody gets hung up on their own model and it's hard to institute massive change. It's makes everybody a little uncomfortable, I think, for sure. So uh, Chris, tell us what's going on at Optian now that you've relocated from Australia to the United States. Obviously, I'm reading a lot about you've been in acquisition mode. Yeah, well, look, you know, we, we're passionate about appraisals and we're passionate about the process and, and servicing the consumer. The United States we see as a, as a really important market for the Optium brand and you'll see an announcement shortly and you'll hear it here first that we'll be rebranding all of our companies to Optium in the very, very near future. We see the, the, the market here in the US as an ability for us to help standardise, help drive a little bit of change and and help get a better outcome for the end user of appraisers. And the appraisal participants, I strongly believe, are just really loyal, robust people and strongly biased to providing a really good outcome. I think it just feels to me that the um, circumstances that they operate in here don't allow them to do that oftentimes. And hopefully we can come in and help with some technology and help with some standardization of, of, um, of process to help get a better, faster, cleaner, and more understood 
process here through the United States, and we're we're, we're looking forward to participate in innovation. So, yeah, it's fun. You certainly haven't seen all of our impact yet, Jane, that's for sure. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from you. I believe we're going to see you in a matter of a few weeks, hopefully, in uh, Las Vegas. Option is going to be there. That I'm looking right? forward to it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I'll be there. And I must say, it's nice to be here in the United States where we're not locked down, particularly here in Florida. Yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone there. It's um, it's always a, such, a, such a great event and a really good opportunity for us to network with people and see what's, see what's happening in the market. Excellent. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing you in person in Las Vegas. And thanks for joining us today, Chris. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. When was the last time you wanted to work more for less money? The appraisal industry is headed that way, and you have to do more for the same money and now have less time for yourself. Datamaster can change that. With their easy-to-use software, Datamaster lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. Plus, you get more information than the other data import products. Head to www.datamasterusa.com buzz for more information and to learn how you can save an hour per report. Right. Hey, Joan and Chris, thank you so much for joining us for today, and thanks to our listeners for, for tuning in, uh, as well as the sponsors for helping us to keep putting these together for you. Um, if you have any ideas for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com or head over to the forums and comment on what you think about today's episode. Thanks again, Chris. Thanks, Joan. See you in Vegas.